Okay, here we are. Welcome back to The Closest Corner. I am Will. I'm Jeff. We are here, and we actually have a couple cool guests on the show today. One, first and foremost, I'd like to announce our guest, Alyssa. Alyssa, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm pretty good. I know you're excited to be on here. I'm actually excited about this podcast because, A, uh, you did a great presentation in the Northeast kickoff. Thanks. B, you actually, I don't know if you recall this, told me no about eight weeks ago. A hard oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. I, like, Irish exited on you. Yes, you you Irish exited. Mm-hmm. You told me no. It was one of the low points in my life, actually. Um, I don't know. Do what I can. Right, I know. I, that memory is still sticking with me. <laughs> I remember... Literally on our first opening podcast, me getting very upset still about that. I think I announced your name. Like I said, there's a lot of people that have said yes. Cuban might even say yes. You don't know. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of yeses out there and you were a hard no. It feels very much like a hostage situation right now. Yes. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Oh yeah. The only reason I'm doing this is because you physically came to where I am. Yes. Yes. Um, And then we, we've gotten a lot of emails. This is the great thing about our podcast and and the Worldwide, Worldwide Express family. About stat boy, stat girl. Yes. I think you guys, everybody knows that it's an exciting position. Right. Uh, And we are going to try every single person out that has requested to be in that position. Right. Some of that will be over the phone. Some of them will be in person. We had Colin Kelly, who just got skyrocketed promotion from stat boy, which he did very poorly on. I think we all agree. Um, And he went to co-host for a little while. Right. Um, he didn't really say much in that podcast. I don't know. He had the four or five words, but <laughs> it was heavily downloaded. Lindsay did an, an amazing job just giving everybody an update on sort of what's going on in, in, in her world and, and how we're going to deal with things. So that was exciting. But we actually have our first Stat Girl guest on here, Alice Berry. Hello, hello. And she is from Philadelphia, right? Yeah. Common theme here with Stat people. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yes. I mean, that, that sounds like a very broad search. Uh, fair criticism. Uh, no, uh, we have had other people reach out. Kyle, I mean, I don't want to name all. We had Kyle Gillian reach out, and his credentials are very good. Yeah, very good. Uh, very good. Is Email was good very, well? very well written. Right, yes. Yeah, if your credentials don't involve that you're in Will Whitcomb's area, yeah. then probably don't try. Well, that's not necessarily fair. We have some people in California that's that reached fair. out, as, as well as yeah. Dallas, that they everybody that reaches out will get. A tryout. This is that's the only thing you can do. It's very fair. So don't think that because you're not in my region, um, that you won't receive the stat boy or stat girl right. nomination. Well, you, they need you, you, you lot, will lots of praise in the email. Yes, we talked about this. Heavy in praise. The office a couple minutes we ago. Did. Uh, we call what them language. A- will speaks, and that's praise. We call them affirmations. I actually said a few affirmations on the train up here. I think Alice called me out for them. Um, but you know, we're we're excited because I tend to say things that are not perfectly accurate i'll be a mile or two off from geography really is a soft spot for me apparently i gotta look and see you know where things are and where things happen so we do google is up and ready and uh it's gonna be a good a good a good 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 starting point for you because i'll probably only say one or two things we'll see how quick you are into your google search but before we get going (laughs) tell us a little bit about yourself sort of what your position is what you do for the organization and give us a little background. Cause I don't think a lot of people know Oklahoma, right? Yeah. 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 Northeastern Oklahoma. Um, so actually I think that this is pretty good. So you had Brant, right? And then, yeah, that was all time low yeah. on well, the show. Well, so you're going Is he up. the most, the least? No, that's the Bali. Oh, should I have said that? I don't know. I jumped on that pretty quick. That was pretty like, it's almost like you wanted to say it. (laughs) (laughs) I, maybe I did. Um, no, I'm a massive fan of Savali. I think everybody knows that I'm adopting him for, for, for our region. If I can, if he'll allow me to, um, Brant is actually, I give Brant, obviously I I make fun of Brant on almost every podcast because it bothers him so much, but his content was amazing and he's actually rising. I think 
The problem with Brandt was simply we sandwiched him in between Gelsomino mm-hmm. as well as Lindsay. And Lindsay's podcast is blowing up, literally. And she had a great, I mean, if you think about even with Brandt, you go back to Gelsomino, you go back to Lindsay, their guests, which is make or break in my mind. This That says a lot of, I will judge you harshly on your guests. So if it's like, you know, Rockefeller or Vanderbilt, <laughs> I know how you said, what, what was the word you used? It's not hoity-toity, but what is it? It's uh, when a few years ago you told me. Bougie? Bougie, yes. Yeah, that's my word. Yeah, yeah. sort of. Hoity toity bougie. Same same type of thing. I don't know. You can Google that. Yeah. But it's a probably how, a hard how thing to spell. spell hoity toity. <laughs> um, <laughs> I judge people aggressively <laughs> on their lists. Because it's like that says a lot about a person. Yeah. I think it does. That's the most in, in, in sort of insightful thing about your personality is who would you want to hang out with given the opportunity to hang out with anybody? Yeah. So you were saying Okay, so you had you you had Brant. I did. And then Brant begat Lindsay McGuire. Yes. And then Lindsay McGuire basically begat me because I think people don't know this, but Lindsay McGuire and I lived together in college. Really? Yeah. Wow. Can we check that on Google? Yep. Please. That, um, Tell uh, me more. Factual, factual so, information so or not? Actually, to much to our benefit, okay. social media did not exist yes. when we were in college. Thank what God. college did you go to? So we went to Oklahoma State University together. We were okay. random roommates, and we both had bad roommate situations, and both went down to the you know office one week and were like, "Get me out of this!" And they said, "Great, we've got another girl from the Tulsa area. We're both from suburbs of Tulsa." Okay. And they said, do you know this person? And we went, nope. And so they stuck us together. So it was the two of us in a four-bedroom apartment. And we became friends. And now, enough years later that I'm not going to label how old we are. Uh, but let's just suffice it to say. Just go to LinkedIn and um, check the graduation yeah, date. Yeah. Pre-social media. <laughs> Make us do the work. Yeah. That um, a few years ago, Lynn's obviously I knew that she was working for Worldwide. She had had a great success. And was looking for her next chapter and was making the move. She called me one day and said, I'm moving to Dallas, which is something that I had been trying to get her to do for probably six years at the time. And um, I said, great, what are you doing? She said, I'm coming to work for corporate. I think we need a marketing person. Are you interested? I went, sure, what does your company do? (laughs) Um, And so we kind of started talking. She introduced me to a couple of people who then introduced me to a couple of people. And after about a nine-round interview with Joel Clumet. Really? um, Nine rounds? (laughs) It may not have been nine, but let me just tell you that uh, he definitely made me write him up some thoughts. He Mm -hmm. critiqued my thoughts. Joel, I know you're going to listen to this. Yes, I still remember that. I probably still have the write-ups. How were his write-ups? Were they very long? They're very detailed. Yeah. Very detailed. And he... Low he, logic or good thoughts? No, I mean, good thoughts. <laughs> he, he's a nine on logic, yeah. so he's very emotional. Yeah. So he tested me during my interview, still hired me. Um, and so I came in and kind of started from the ground up. There wasn't really marketing at Worldwide Express before I got here. Right. And my first charge in 2016 when I got here was, oh, hey, we need a new brand. Uh, so I got to work on that in short form and it was, Hey, we need a new brand and we'd like to launch it before conference. That was the whole thing. We got those pullovers at conference with the new logos. Yeah. So I got to work. I worked with a couple of agencies. Um, we really kind of went in and tried to figure out what the voice of worldwide express was and define it and, uh, put it out into the world. So that was my really big first entree, but yeah, it's Lindsay McGuire, man. Wow. And that wasn't even on purpose. The six degrees of separation of Lindsay McGuire. I saw Stat Girl looking at LinkedIn. I think she has a graduation date. Wow. 
No, it's not available. Uh, <laughs> wow. So rough start for you. Um, well, her, her and well, Colin well, are well friends. Played with the profile. You're right. Her, her and Colin are friends. Okay. So now they're over two <laughs> as a team. I knew that I could say that, and you probably couldn't fact check. It, so yeah. You're okay. Go to Lindsay's. Go to Lindsay's. So um, we got the new pullovers. Yeah. And so you guys, you've done a lot of work lately, just of work. sort of sort of on our um, branding kits, the Worldwide yeah. Express store, which is taking off. I'm wearing yeah. a Worldwide Express you hat are. right now. I'm that. Worldwide Express. Will is up. wearing the letters yeah. today. I am yes. wearing the letters. You know, <laughs> stand strong. Um, so you were in charge of that, and then you're also in charge of onboarding starter kits, right? Is, oh, is yeah. that right? And what that branding looks like, and how oh, yeah. the onboarding experience and crazy when I think Jeff and I and and, and Alice, you you don't realize this because you're somewhat newer. But when we started, it was just like, okay, we're going to hire you. Here's a piece of paper. Come in tomorrow. And then you're on a flight Sunday. Yeah. It was like yeah. hired on Thursday, train on Friday, right. flight on Sunday. Here's basic sales. Yeah. And so when I took my job, I didn't know the name of the company. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. I went home and looked it up online and I thought it was my franchise owner's shipping company. I couldn't find it anywhere. I didn't have a job description. I think I have one today, maybe. Yes. But yeah, I yeah. think that that was, and I didn't know still but, probably but, until six months in what the company did. But those welcome kits. Yes. Those yeah. are. Those are great. Everybody loves them. Well, and, and we get and we get Yetis here in New York. Well, that is. I wouldn't say that. I mean, I I, I, that's, that why I that's why I visit. That's why I visit. Yeah, you know, it's, it's for the Yeti. You're not uh, supposed to tell people that out loud. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't have those in Philly. Okay. Wow. Wow. You right But you also have an office that's 25 times the size of ours. But probably cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're in a redevelopment zone there. Yeah, we went we, straight to the hood in Philly. I mean, Navy Yard, here we go. Um, and yeah. they've seen our podcast space there. Yes. Because Brant yes. said it was Palace of Pure Thought. Um, <laughs> but it is, it is very expensive. One of the favorite, one of my favorite things that I wear actually all the time, because I, I am Worldwide Express geared up. I think when it comes to small things, I, I do like, you know, you work for a company, you care about a company, you do like, you know, short, sort of showing it off. Mm -hmm. uh, the, a lot of the Bain people, believe it or not, I think I ordered some stuff for the store for them because they're doing a lot of work with us and, and they love our company as well. With A lot of them are great people. Matt Rubrick, I'm talking about you, but <laughs> and, and, and Johnny and Andrew, but um, the pins that you got, those were a hot item. The lapel that, that, pins? The yeah. lapel pins. Yeah. I really can't take credit for that idea. That idea came to me. I just, like I usually do, had a solution to make it happen and then kind okay. of- who do, you, who do you want to give credit to? Wow. Is this terrible? I don't remember whose idea that was. I I want to give credit to Clinton Squadroni, but okay. I don't know if that's true. But if not, we're just going to say it is. So Clinton, what up? Yeah, good shout out. Yeah. That's great. Good dresser. So I see where yeah. I came from. Yeah, yeah he's got a, he's got a he's got a eighties mafia look. Yeah, you know, to yeah. him. <laughs> the the Irish the Irishman look. <laughs> yeah, it's just like oh, <laughs> you're either going to end up doing very well under Clinton or in the backseat of a. 76 Buick <laughs> with cement shoes. You know, it's like, hey, you don't know what's going to happen. Um, so that was, so we're talking about the litany of things that you've sort of changed. I think yeah. you were part of the logo as well. Yeah. So that was kind of when I first came in, the big thing was that we need a new brand. We need a brand. They said, we have a brand. And I said, no, you have a logo. And they were like, well, yeah, that's a brand. And I said, no, a brand is a whole sure. litany of things, but the logo is kind of the foundation of it. And so we started really getting into designing it and we came up with a bunch of really cool concepts. We worked with an agency. I was drawing a bunch of stuff and I kept bringing it back to the leadership team and they kept going, but where's the swoosh? I'm like, mm. no, no, we're, we're going to get rid of the swoosh yeah. because everybody has a swoosh. Right. If you go online and you Google, you know, transportation company logos, right. everybody has yeah. a swoosh. 
and it's not really trademarkable. And so I kept going back and forth and this went on for a couple of months and I finally went, okay, you know what? We're going to make the swoosh a globe, which I'm telling you guys is not groundbreaking, <laughs> but for us, it was groundbreaking. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, David Kiger is, I think, still really, really mad at me because I changed the blue. Blue, yeah. Um, it's a better blue, though. It's a much, it's a be- much, it's a much better, better blue. blue. Yeah. But he is very sensitive to it, so... Um, well, he's the CEO. He's, he's, he's the... Or the former CEO. Right. He's, former he's, CEO, he's, yeah. he's the sort of the godfather. And that was his logo. Yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah. So It built a multi-billion dollar industry uh-huh. or a company. I came yeah. in and I tore down everything that David Kiger had put into place over the last 20 some odd years. So basically I'm lucky to still be employed today. Yeah. Well, that's probably why they put yeah. you on Leper Island, which is <laughs> the, the North Atlantic. They're like, hey, uh, we're going to have to move her to- You're exiled. To, yeah. We're going to move her to Will's region with the yeah. land of misfit toys. <laughs> we can't have her in Dallas. Um, okay. So, wow. So, so you've sort of done a lot. Um, what are you- I know, and I know there's more that you probably instituted because I know you did some Ogilvy work. I remember that what was in LinkedIn and sort of, can you help us explain? Because we are, yeah. we do have a little bit more of a presence in we LinkedIn. Do. We do have a little bit more of a presence in yeah. in, Instagram. Instagram. I actually have it. I actually have Instagram. The, the Instagram. The Instagram. <laughs> it's, it's like once a month, which I'm, I'm behind for the last four months. I usually try to post a picture once a month for friends and family. Like okay. the kids, you know how it is with yeah. kids. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, yeah, our I'm, social media presence has definitely our social increased. media is amazing, and I really can't take much credit for that. I, I can take credit for making a really good hire. Uh, about a little over a year ago, we recognized that we needed a marketing coordinator. We needed somebody who kind of had a pretty broad skill set and could help us as we grew and as we took on more. Um, knowing that social media is a really critical part of our recruiting efforts and getting our brand out there to help us grow our employee base um, and really display the worldwide culture, which I think is really inherently different among, you know, it differentiates us among our competitive set. Um, And so we knew that we needed to get somebody who that was a big focus of theirs. So we went on a hunt and interviewed a lot of different marketing coordinators who had experience outside of our company. And ultimately Uh, I had had a handful of people who were doing a really amazing job for me doing just some ad hoc social work. They were social media ambassadors. They were helping me just gather content from across the Mm -hmm. country, Um, obviously, because we can't, you know, I can't be everywhere. And they were doing really great work. And Jackson Farley, who was doing truckload up in Kansas City, applied for the job. And while he didn't have any professional experience. He just had a really great aptitude that was immediately recognizable and obviously had the industry knowledge and the knowledge of Worldwide Express, the company and the culture, what we did. So we ended up hiring him as our marketing coordinator and it has just skyrocketed since he took it on. It feels really uniquely us. It feels really appropriately branded. Uh, He's got really great ideas. He's very thoughtful in what he does. So I take huge pride in seeing what he has built from a social perspective. And he was actually a very good truckload AE. He was our North North Atlantic AE. And he was was awesome at that. So not surprising that he's... It sort of could be what Stat Boy or Stat Girl comes into, right? Yeah. I mean, it could be that type of transformational position that, yeah. that helps our organization. I yeah. mean, look what it did for Tony Reality. He's yeah. got his own show. Yeah. You know, so I'm just saying there could be another podcast down no the line. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Oh, for one already. Just as so you know. As Alice <laughs> is looking up Tony Reality right yes. now. I know she is. Uh, he's, he's alive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he is alive. Yes. Fun fact. Okay. John, John Hartman actually knows Tony Reality's brother. Really? Yeah, he told me that once randomly. <laughs> so I just figured I'd throw that out there. First time you met him. Yeah, nice for, to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. I know Tony Reality. I know Tony Reality. It's like, wow, John. Okay. Um, no, the first time I met John, actually, 
well, I don't know the first time, but the first time under the corporate umbrella, we were drinking Maker's Mark somewhere <laughs> to the wee hours of the morning, um, which is still, right. is still a fun time. What are you trying to say? It sounds right. Um, it's part of our culture. Yes. So tell us a little bit about, uh, so you told us a lot about the stuff that you've done. Yeah. I won't mention speech. Um, but, um, <laughs> oh wait, did I do that already? Uh, okay. Yeah, there you go. But I, I, I think that's a, that, that's a, um, Controversy that's not really a controversy. I think speedship was the right choice. Mm. I do. Speedship was absolutely the right choice. You're just saying that because you have to deal with Alyssa (laughs) in your office every day. (laughs) No, I think it's it's well played. I I see what you're doing. It's like one of those things, like when Tesla released the Cybertruck, everybody hated it because it was just different. You know, now everybody had a visceral reaction to speedship because it didn't change. But I think after you think about it a little bit, I think people the didn't right thing to like do. the Tesla truck because he said it was indestructible and the window broke. Speedship is indestructible. But it was it was the right call. Yeah, I sure think it was. Um, That's the right call. And if hey, if we do a good job at marketing and do what we're supposed to do from a messaging and communications standpoint, mm-hmm. we will convince you that it was the right way to go. I think I can be convinced. So far, I haven't been, but I can't. No, I'm just kidding. I think uh, it's it's it, it is great to Jeff's point because it is part of our brand that yeah. we've had for a while, and it is yeah. something that it's not going to be. I think the, you know the speech ship that everybody remembers is just we've made it. We've, <laughs> oh, we've, we've, we've made we've made enhancements to that throughout the time, but this is going to be just sort of a transformational change of it yeah. and what its capabilities are. I've been on some Salesforce calls. I probably haven't been as present as I should be, but they've been at inopportune times. Sorry, clinky, but. Um, it is exciting to see some of the the features that are going to be all weaved together yeah. and, and, and just to see a little bit of it. I know ops is already on a lot of this software and they're working through it and it's just like anything. It takes time, but yeah. Salesforce and there's going to be features speed not chip swag too, yes. right? Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah. As much as I don't want to admit it and as much as I would like to kind of, I think probably get rid of the the misconception that all marketing does is just make really cool swag and mm-hmm. throw parties, which is, you know, a, a critical. Problem. I hope you don't throw parties. I have not been invited to one. <laughs> yeah. This you would have. be a good time for us to reassess our relationship right now. You know, but as long as much as I'd kind of like to get rid of kind of that preconceived notion, it's an important part of brand building. It's an important part of what we do. Um, but you know, marketing is a lot more than that, but yeah, swag is, is a critical piece of yeah. it. It's all about getting your brand out there, building brand ambassadors. It's about doing it in a really responsible way and making stuff that people kind of covet and they yeah. want to hold on to. Yeah. Like, what? The, like the lapel pens. Right. Like lapel, lapel pens. pens. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I appreciate about you. Cause as I think, I think as you know, we, um, when we decided to do the podcast, when Jeff threw it over the sort of threw it over to me, you were very worried about the brand. Very worried about it. I don't know if you're worried about Jeff and I managing the brand and what we're going to say or the brand in general, but (laughs) I do think there needs to be, and and I sort of welcome that. I I do think there needs to be a backstop and people that say, hey, man, I know you guys, as a company, one of our core competencies is that we run really fast Mm -hmm. and that we're very good, that can pivot, that we're awesome in moments of crisis, that we're very consultative with our customers and that we're you know, I think a likable group. We like to have a good time as a group, but that being said, we do put the, you know, the customer first and we do put our employees first. And at, at times anybody needs to be reined in like, Hey, you got to remember that, you know, we're, we're no longer a small little franchise group we, we've rolled up. We're a $2 billion company and anything that's going to be out there in the public space, we just need to be mindful of. Yeah. And so that may be one of the reasons why you didn't want to come on the show or that you're hating on the podcast, which by the way is blowing up. Blowing up. But I think I actually used the correct blue in the cover art. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh, no, I I did that little thing where you get the numbers. 
I mean, it's not technically brand compliant, but it's close enough, so I'll let you guys slip. We're not compliant yeah. in a lot of areas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm waiting for Coleman to find this halfway, at some point. I think if he gets something in my inbox. Halfway compliance seems to be right. the story of our lives. <laughs> right. <laughs> for him to call me into his office and be like, oh, I didn't know I couldn't do that, officer. Uh, the old Dave Chappelle line. Uh, but... Uh, but I do think it, it has made it a big impact on the experience, right? Because when yeah. people come in now, everything's uniform and they see it and there's more rules and regulations, just process and plates to make people feel comfortable. I mean, Alice, I'll ask you, you were hired how long ago? Eight months ago? Is that April fair? 1st will be my year hire date. So April 1st. Oh, wow. 11 months. 11 almost months. there. 11 months. You're almost there. Congratulations. You made it. Now, um, but it, I'll ask you, what was it like? Because you've worked for other companies before, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it was PayPal. Was it? Say good old PayPal. If you good old PayPal, I do remember. Um, what was it like coming on board? You know, and, and getting the starter kit and, and going through all the steps and the process. It was How did it feel for you? It was really exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like there was always something waiting for me to go to the next steps. Like I had my training, and then I got to go to Dallas. Yeah. And then train there, and everything that I found online, I loved. I mean, right. I loved our website. We had so much like positive feedback. Yeah. I went through a lot of questions with a lot of people before I took the job. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good, though. Well, that's everybody does their homework. Nowadays. Everybody does so their homework nowadays. Yeah. And you know? part of that yeah. is the brand needs to look good. And consistent. You know, for people mm-hmm. to, yeah. Consistent. Sure. So what are some of the things that you're working on right now? So this was yeah. the exciting part about you know, your, whole, your whole presentation was great. And the yeah. Northeast, which is one of the reasons why I wanted you on, is it's like I don't necessarily know because we're, we're moving so fast in so many different directions as yeah. a company. You know, we worry about sales. We worry about what's going on with tech. And, and everybody is doing s- such unique and transformational things for our company in their own silos. Yeah. And oftentimes when we get together, we'll talk about it. But that doesn't necessarily get dispersed to everybody. Yeah. And so some of the stuff that you were saying that we're currently working on right now that, you know, maybe Uniship is a little ahead of us yeah. at, at times. Um, what are you working on or your team working on? Yeah. Um, that you're that is going to roll out uh, short term, long term, whatever it is that you think is going to be pretty cool and unique that is going to get the group fired up for. So I think that one of the big things that we've been working on and as an organization, we've kind of seen an evolution is this perception that marketing really does add value. And so in no in most organizations, right, marketing is meant to be a complement to sales or a part of the sales process. All okay. we're doing is we're enabling sales to do their job better by giving them materials that display the brand consistently, what our values are. It talks about us in a way that helps um, grab the reader's attention Mm -hmm. and speaks to the wants and needs of our audience because we've kind of, marketing is a bit of a mix of science and of art. It's about understanding who our audience is, stratifying those into different groups because inherently our audience kind of falls into a handful of different buckets, even if they're in different industries, our buyer types are kind of similar. And so going out, doing some work with Ogilvy, doing some research to understand really who our customers are, what they're looking for online, what they're expecting out of us, what their experience is, what kind of things speak to them and what they really kind of rank their needs to be. They may say savings, but ultimately is it savings that's speaking to them or is it the support? Is it the choices that they need? Is it the flexibility when they need it? Is it somebody locally in their market? Is that really going to ultimately be what pushes their decision over the edge to to make the jump to Worldwide Express? And so we went through a long time of doing this research with Ogilvy to really understand the wants, the needs, the care abouts, and what speaks to our audience groups. And now it's the art of 
figuring out how we develop materials that speak to that and how it gets us more customers that look like that and have that same sort of way of thinking and that same profile. So, um, yeah, well, as you mentioned, Unishippers, and I think everybody knows that we have a combined marketing department that supports both right. Worldwide Express and Unishippers. And so about three years ago on the Unishippers side, we really embarked on this whole digital marketing activity. And so we started doing a lot of um, paid advertising online, started- Was that like Google PPC type stuff? Yeah, doing PPC. So doing a lot of banner ads, doing a lot of uh, SEO work to try to weave some key search words into blogs and articles, posts, infographics, just regular content on the website that would get us to pop up organically in the search results when you search for something like you know, freight rates or uh, shipping quote or freight shipping tools, whatever the case may be. And so trying to get ourselves to kind of pop up to the top of that list. And then ultimately when somebody would go to your website, they'd read, determine that, yeah, this is a pretty legit source, fill out a quote form and ultimately become a lead. And that's all without a salesperson ever having to touch it. And we've never done that. And it's crazy what we've gotten to without any help like that. You and know? so on the Unishipper side, it's a little fragmented because that's still primarily a franchise-based right. organization, right? So we had to figure out how we get the leads out to the different franchisees. And it's a little bit fragmented in how they deal with them. But we've done a really great job and seen really good success. We've provided real tangible value to the franchise system that right. helps them with their compliance numbers, helps them with their sales. And so we're continuing to support that on the Unishipper side. And it kind of got to the point where we went, okay, now we need to start doing this on the worldwide side. Right. We've learned our best practices. We know what works. We know now based on our research, what our audience cares about. So how do we build a platform like this on the worldwide side that helps augment the sales process? Right. How do we start either just getting potential customers who will convert themselves right. without ever having to be touched, right. which is pretty awesome, right? That's that is like very or, awesome. Or just, or just getting warm leads. Or yeah. just getting warm leads yeah. that we can feed to the sales team and so that the sales team is able to go, oh, hey, I know that this person is interested in us. They're aware of us. Right. This isn't they'll a take the, They'll door. take the phone call. They'll take the meeting. They sure. They're on our website. Yeah. They filled out a form. So clearly they're interested in us. That's an open door for a salesperson to go into. And that's traffic that marketing, if we do it well by delivering kind of high quality content through if it's ads, banner ads, blog posts, if we're putting up stuff on LinkedIn, for Mm -hmm. instance, if we're driving traffic back to our site and people are interacting with us and with our brand, we're just going to be able to deliver these leads out to sales teams. And, you know, whether that goes through a BDR first or it goes directly to an in-territory sales team. We're still trying to kind of figure out the mechanics of that, but we know what content people are looking for. We're starting to craft it. We're putting together our website right now, which is not going to just be a reskin of the existing website. It is going to be a whole new depth of information, lots of pages with lots of content. That's because that's how you get keywords. indexed yeah. on all these search engines, too. Yeah, right? you do, and it's not just about putting the same words a lot of times. Google has obviously built their algorithm. It's shipping, shipping, on, shipping, yeah, shipping, shipping, shipping. But you have to do it in a way that. Google Deems has is providing value in a sort of brand agnostic way. It's not just us touting ourselves, but right. it's showing that we are a reliable resource. We're providing high value content right, that across the industry. Yeah. Right. I mean, some of it depends on how much spend you do with Google because yeah. after all, they're a business. So it's that the Google, goes in, the Google tax, unfortunately, for uh, any, for any business, you just <laughs> so kind of have to do it. That goes into their, their rankings, of course, is how much ad spend you have. But we're building all of this out with the goal of launching this website by, 
the end of May. And oh, so nice. wow. we should start seeing if we've, you know, if we've gotten all our ducks lined up, right, we should start seeing leads start coming in over the summer and we'll kind of mm. tweak as we go. It's an ever evolving strategy, right? right? You start getting leads in at first and they're total crap. Yeah. I right. mean, there are some that I need to move my refrigerator. Yeah. Right. Sure. I'm a grandma that wants to ship cookies. Right. Like I'm a business that's just, there's a lot of people who are just rate shopping. So yep. they're doing the same thing to us as they're doing to Global Trans and mm-hmm. Freequote sure. and Echo. And so they're just rate shopping. So there are a lot of crap leads that come in, but right. ultimately hope, and this is what we've done on the uni side, is that over time you continue to build that content. You're doing regular blog posts. Um, podcasts. Op- podcasts. <laughs> yes. You're optimizing. We're going to be featured on the first page of the website, <laughs> yes. right? Okay. Well, I think we're sort of talking about given those that first generation of leads, the bad ones anyway, we're going to send them to Brian and Mike. Yeah. yeah. That's and, the, and then the good ones, we're going to sort of pivot. Yeah. To the, to the, the stage East region. Two right. Yeah. We're the stage two. Yeah. 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 That is the benefit that you guys get from me moving up here. Yeah. Sure. That you get yes. preferential treatment on all marketing activities. Right. All the leads, like, all the leads like, go into your office and <laughs> yes. we all huddle in there and pick them all. So when you're going through the process with all the, with Ogilvy, right. You went yeah. through it. What did you, what did they find out or what did you find out that you kind of didn't realize the customers were looking for already? You know, I think we, we learned a lot. I think the biggest thing that we actually learned is that we're not really inherently different than any of our other competitors. Right. Um, and what, just the people are better. Just our people. Right. Which is right. very different. Just right. the people that would, but it, to that being said are some of the things that we need as a company. Some of the resources that we need to utilize mm-hmm. are going to be in line with others. And I think the thing that makes everybody unique in life is sort of the people that they surround themselves with. It really is our people that are, that are our differentiators. And it's what we focus on a lot in our brand because that's really when you, you know, kind of do an apples to apples comparison. I mean, we do, we do have the three lines of business, which is a huge differentiator for us. But on top of that, what the additive is, is definitely our people. It's the fact that we're, we're there and we've got a hungry sales force who's out, who's knocking on doors, who's meeting with them in person. They're not going to get somebody who's meeting with them in person from any of our competitors. And so that's a huge piece. It's a huge value add for us. So, you know, that was a big learning from, I would say the Ogilvy work. That because yeah, I think sometimes we probably think like, oh, our company is so different and that's good. You know, that's what puts us over the finish line yeah. on some of these, but it's really not the case. It's, it's the really people not. that it's work true. for the company. Yeah. And to your point, to then how we brand the company because mm-hmm. some of the, our competitors branding is pretty old looking it is sure. old. and yeah. to look a little bit more progressive, I think is a really, really big advantage in the marketplace. Yeah. I think a lot of our branding too, when you look at the LinkedIn or just not just the LinkedIn, but you look at the Instagram stuff centers around our employees, which mm-hmm. is sort of who we are at our mm-hmm. core. I think every people do business with us. Yes. Cause we have a technology features that can really help them mm-hmm. streamline a lot of their backend processes. But, and, and, and from a price standpoint, this is, yeah. listen, it, it, that's the reality of it and who your carriers are. I mean, it, there's a whole bunch of mix that goes into it, but First and foremost, I've always believed, and this is probably the ego and me or other people, like people are going to do business with people they like. And candidly, I'm the best value add when I'm in sales that I can bring right. any, that I can bring anybody. It, it's because when you're call, I mean, I talk about it to Hartman, you know, and, and others all the time. When that customer calls on a Saturday, Hartman's going to pick up the phone. Fact. Yep. I would have picked up the phone. Kitty Shaw would have picked up the phone. Lindsay McGrath would have picked up the phone. Brian Feichter, Mike McCarthy. You name the person, Brian O'Neill. You can go down the list of our top performers throughout this whole organization. And they're always going to pick up the phone. And there's value in that. It's like, you're going to put a face to a name. I'm going to be with you. Good, bad, or indifferent. And in great times when your company's, you know, doing off the chart sales, when things aren't going well, right. when the moment's a crisis, I'm going to be you the person there that's going to take a very consultative approach that walks you through everything that's going on 
in within your business, within the world. And I think oftentimes people in sales as they first get started, they lose sight of that. The person, it's just like dating. Like you need to feel comfortable with the person before yeah. you, you want to go out and have dinner with that person or whatever right. it is, right? And that business owner, he or she needs to feel comfortable with you. And if they feel comfortable with you saying, hey, look, this is a million dollar item for me that I'm going to put in Alice's hands. How is Alice going to handle that and her team? If they feel that comfortability level right then and there, 90% of the deals close. And right. then it just comes down to, oh, what are the soft dollar savings for the improvements on the back end? How can we streamline your process? And oh, by the way, then here's some hard dollar savings. And I think people still lose sight of that. They're robots in meetings and they're reading from pages and scripts. And it's like, well, let's figure out if this is a good fit from a personality standpoint. Do they trust you? Yeah. You know? And taking it one step further, when somebody Googles Worldwide Express, because sure. they got a phone call or they got something, the first thing that comes up is a curated LinkedIn page and a great yeah. website. Yeah. The first entree to the company is really, really professional. And mm -hmm. if you look at some of the other ones, I think when anybody searches anything on Google, you look through a couple of the companies like, well, that website's shit. Like, yeah. I don't trust this company. It doesn't right. look like it's been updated. Right, right, so, right. you know, little things like that from a marketing perspective just make it that much easier mm -hmm. to kind of open the door on the sales side. Yeah, we want to put things in everybody's hands really that address customer needs, regardless of where they're looking. So if they're looking for some, you know, some customers are old school and they want something in their hands. They want a piece of collateral, brochure, yeah. one sheet, whatever. And so we want to put something in their hands that's of value that answers their questions. When they ultimately go to the web, we want that to be there. If they're cruising around on social, they're on LinkedIn, we want our presence to be there and we want it to be consistent. And so we really want to be in every space that they could possibly be researching right. us. We want to have something there. And yeah. so that's kind of... That's what we're doing right now is getting the web kind of up to, not just well, up to par, so, right. but What is that called? That you, I think you said like SEO. SEO, uh, yeah. Okay. Search engine optimization. Okay. It basically means- What other marketing buzz terms can we get out there? Because <laughs> I remember that one from your presentation. <laughs> that was did. it. Speed ship. Speed ship. Yes. Speed ship. That's yep. really the only one you need to know. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And, 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 you're giving the look like, we'll get the fuck on we board. We have the, <laughs> the best, best SEO the best in the industry. Best, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we're also going to start doing a lot of customer nurturing. So, you know, customers may talk to us, they get set up, and then a couple months down the road, they're doing shipping, and it's like, man, I really haven't heard from Worldwide right. Express in a while. And so we're building out email campaigns that mm -hmm. will keep them abreast of company trends, or sorry, industry trends, our company, what's going on with us, um, maybe if there's any kind of special promotion or incentives that we're running in that point in time. So we're going to kind of keep touch points on them throughout their lifespan with us. What is it? And again, I, I don't know a ton about this, but I, I was uh, Ryan McMiniman just through the mm -hmm. CSTAT. And, and so yeah. what, what is the, what are good? Cause I think for, from our standpoint, just like our employers are good. We have some great customers. And mm -hmm. I think what the industry averages on feedback maybe for surveys that get sent out is I don't know the percentage, but our feedback usually from our customers back to us on how well we're doing and managing their, you know, operations is a lot higher than the industry norm. Is that fair to say, or am I just making up stats again? Uh, I think you're probably making up stats. If you, if you believe them, job. it's all that matters, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, because you looked at me like he has no idea what he's talking about. Um, but I feel that way. I feel that way. And if you feel it, that's, that's all, all that, matters. that matters. That's all that matters. As long as yeah. that's your personal truth and you own it. R right. No, I do. It's my personal truth. Uh, I'll tell you that right now. So it's, it's so, but, but we do receive, what is the feedback that we think we're going to get? Like when we send a CSAT out, um, CSAT, whatever it is. Um, what is the, 
feedback historically across all companies? Would it be a, a 3% return rate, 15% return rate? What is ours? You don't know. I was know? going to say, I wish that I could give you that number off the top of my head. So I could be right. You could very there, well There you go. Be right. You're probably right. Yeah. Let's go with that. Thank yeah. you, Alice. That's why you're here. Nobody in this room knows any differently. Right. So yeah. we're going to tell you that you're yeah. right. She, she just reaffirmed. See, yeah. if you guys notice that. Will, you're definitely Speaking right. Speaking his language. <laughs> um, I do have a good story about a customer I recently signed, Misfits oh, yeah. Market, okay. where they're recently branched into LTL and they wanted information on our company. So I sent him through sales navigator, the information, the broad information. Oh, yeah. And then he called me back and wanted to work with us. And they actually just called me this Saturday with an issue. So then I had to go in there Monday and, and meet with them and work it out. And, and this was it. not a planted story. So this, this included <laughs> Alyssa's collateral and Will's pick up the phone on Saturday in the nice. single story. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And they're happy and they love us and they're going to keep shipping with us. Yeah. Wow. I love that. There we go. Yeah. Okay. So Will's distracted on his phone. Yeah, I, am, I, 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 I am distracted, <laughs> but I was paying attention. So um, I guess, you know, what else do you that's got? That's your personal brand. It's yeah. distracted, but paying yeah. attention. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thanks. Uh, I don't know if it's good or bad. <laughs> um, so real quick. I know we talked about some things that you're sort of working on, the new website coming out in May. Yeah, new collateral that we're continuing new, to develop. SEO. Is there anything else long-term? Because you talked about customer nurturing yeah. and sort of the email campaign. So that's the first yeah. iteration. A lot of that stuff I think is probably going to hit a lot of our radars within the company in 2020. Yeah. So, is that fair or no? Yeah, a lot of it's going to start hitting the radar. I would say like Q3, Q4 of this mm -hmm. year is really when everybody's going to start noticing a big difference. I would say that probably the biggest thing that the sales teams are going to see is once everybody starts making the migration to Salesforce and we've yeah. got, you know, there's the, the CRM Salesforce portion of it that everybody knows and has been hearing about. On the opposite side of that, there's a marketing automation system that's called Pardot and then also the marketing cloud. So that's sort of our playground that we're playing in in the Salesforce okay. ecosystem. And so we're going to start taking all of that information that we're learning about customers, their online behaviors, what they're doing, what they're looking for, what other sites they're visiting. We're going to start marrying that up with what you guys are seeing out in the field. So you go, you visit a customer, you enter them as a lead. We see that that customer also came to our website. All of these things are going to be little touch points that ultimately build a score for a lead and kind of place them into either different nurture paths. So they're getting different email communications. Nurture path. Nurture path. Ooh, yeah. Fancy there marketing you know. speak right there. That's another one you can add <laughs> sure. to your library. Um, nurture path. Nurture yeah. path. Wow. So they're either going to go into a different nurture path where they're going to get different emails that speak to where they are in the buying cycle, or they're going to get that kicked back with a score and a grade in Salesforce. And we're going to be able to tell you, hey, this person, this lead that you met with has been on our website. They've been doing a ton of research. They've been opening their emails. They've been stalking. They're, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They've looked at your LinkedIn profile 20 times. <laughs> and they're ready to convert. I mean, we're going to be able to kind of give you a heat map based on the a more fulsome picture because Salesforce and the whole Salesforce ecosystem is going to bring in all of these data points, going to bring in third-party data that even we don't control right. to build the fullest picture of a customer possible so that you guys are able to go out and do smart prospecting. For a lot of people that are listening to this, this is just like earth-shattering. Yeah, this is like, we've, advanced this is like, this is like a real This is like real company stuff now. Yeah, this is advanced physics. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. So let's dovetail a little bit on the personal side. I know you talked about before okay. you were McGuire's roommate, which I is did. awesome. Went Tulsa, yep. Oklahoma. And I think you know some of the standard questions, knowing you, you researched it a little bit. Um, we're, we're a little short on time today. I would love to keep the conversation going because just sort of what you've said already is, is awesome. But I would like to know, because I'm curious. Yes. yes. 
what your spirit animal is. Okay. So I figured you probably meant like actual animal animal. Yes. Um, There's other types. Yeah, <laughs> because you have like Are you talking about animals? stuffed animal? <laughs> no, or are you like talking about, I don't understand, beanie babies? All, I, I encounter all kinds of people that I'm like, <laughs> you are my spirit animal. Oh, okay. But okay. No, so we'll go, we'll go with actual Would that be considered animal, animal or just you are my spirit like person? Is it, you know, I don't know. animal? I use, I use the term interchangeably, okay. probably incorrectly. Um, we can, go, we can Google it. We have it, it depends on your nurture path. Right, yeah. Depends <laughs> on your nurture path, top of funnel or bottom of funnel. Right. Um, I'm going to go with a koala. Okay. A koala. You're okay. Really well, I mean, that's a good one. I'm trying to think all I know about a koala. Um, we had to save a lot of them in the fires. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they generally yes. have to be saved. Yes. Right. Okay. Uh, slow moving. You climb up trees. Really they climb up cuddly and cute, okay. but sharp nails. Oh, what do they eat? Eucalyptus. Eucalyptus. Okay. Okay. That's very healthy. Eat. The panda eats bamboo. Quality yeah. eats eucalyptus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Eat a lot of things. You're Australian. Don't drink enough. Yes, obviously you can tell by my accent. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, don't drink enough water mm-hmm. and eternally sleepy. Really? Ooh. They're Is also this the a- closest living relatives to wombats. There you go. Ooh. Wombats seem <laughs> like a bad animal. <laughs> if you're if you're in a situation and you see a wombat, are you are you heading towards it? I'm probably not. They're also highly asocial and really only do about 15 minutes of socialization a day, and then they've kind of like checkmarked. That is exactly you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I think that's I why they, for that. Yes, they didn't want to be on the podcast. They just like, oh my god, I have to talk into a mic. This is almost three days of your social. This is right three days of my socialization. I'm done until at least you know Q2. Right. Okay, so. Well, that's a great one. I do like that. I think Lindsay had the best with chameleon yeah. to, across the board. I think we know that. Um, Labradoodle. That, 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 was, that was a bad brands. one. That was yeah. bad. Um, okay. So what about, this is my favorite thing we're going to do is this table of five, party five. Yep. Going to dinner anywhere. You yep. have New York, world's your oyster. Okay. Um, I don't know where you're going to, I mean, the good question is where would you go to dinner? Mm. But we won't worry about that one. Say, I haven't lived here long enough. Yeah. My okay. Google map is full of pens. Yeah. Okay. So who would be at your dinner table? Anybody in history? There's you and four others. Go. Anybody in history. Mm-hmm. Okay. So actually anybody knows that I'm a huge foodie going out to dinner is super big deal for me on my team. I am known to be the restaurant picker and usually the, the appetizer and the dessert order for sure. Well, let me ask you this then. I thought Kelly at the Northeast kicked off, kickoff mm-hmm. nailed it. How great was that place overlooking Rittenhouse oh, Square? Oh, it was so great. Yes. Yeah, it was so great. I forgot the name of that place, but it was excellent. Which one? The Northeast kickoff place, the overlook Rittenhouse Square. Mm-hmm. That we had. Some Italian name, right? It was Italian really good, though. It was really good. Yeah. It was excellent. Great yeah. location. Yeah. yeah. Great people. I mean, I got to sit next to Will, so. Mm. There you go. Speaking um, his language. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we sort of took over half the restaurant. Yeah. But it, was, it was great. Yeah. Alice is diligently. This is what I mean. I'm going to find it. I should know. There there is points already for just the fact that she understands. Colin didn't. Yeah. And maybe our next stat boy or stat girl will um, understands that. Hey, there's there's a void here. I need to fill it. Intuition. Yeah. Intuition. There you go. Or do we want to close this interview? Was it Scarpetta? Yes. Yes, Nailed it. That was it. Wow. Better than Colin. (laughs) Wow. Colin. Fighting words. Wow. That was amazing. I love having a step person already. Yeah, this so is um, okay. Okay, so um, I would choose food people. So Ooh. I would probably go Julia Child, Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Ooh, Bourdain. that's good. Um, yeah. You know, I don't this, know Anthony Bourdain though. If I'd want only because he eats weird things, and I think outside my not comfort zone. But but are. but as far as the 
engaging conversation. The storytelling aspect. Bingo. That's you're not going to get better. Piece yeah. it, you're not going right? to get better. Julia Chow was the same way. I mean, she didn't learn to cook until so much later in life. And so she had a really cool, compelling story about herself and her so, travel and getting into cooking. Was that the movie with um, yeah. Amy Adams? Yes, I yes. saw that. That was actually pretty good. Um, yeah. Anthony Bourdain, I think, would have just really He'd amazing travel yeah. stories yeah. as well. Yeah. It'd be super engaging. Um, you know, you would get a really good variety of things ordered off the menu. I'm going to go way in left field here. I would totally pick Guy Fieri because I just wanted to say oh, that no, something no, is out no, of bounds. No. <laughs> he did have to, uh, there was a great place in Baltimore. I'm going to forget the name. Diners, Drives, and Dash he, that he went to that actually I went to at like two or three in the morning that served French toast, Captain Crunch French toast, yes. moon something maybe. I don't know. Mm. Captain Crunch French toast. It was amazing <laughs> at two in the morning. Two and you know, so two you in the got morning. this. I don't know if I ever showed you that. No, that was the Super Bowl this year, guy. No. He's signing my son's head. I love so. it. Signing his head. Yeah. He's such a ridiculous he was, caricature of a person. He's that he's a character. Baltimore Diners and Drivers and yes. Dash. It's fantastic. He was his whole yeah, thing Baltimore. there was he uh, partnered with Super Pretzel to make oh, Super Lord. Pretzel sandwiches. Wow. Okay. So, See, lots I, of food. Only then, he could do that. I would probably invite my grandma because she was also a huge foodie and taught me how to mm-hmm. cook and would just awesome. get a hoot out of it. Take your okay. grandma to Flavortown. Yeah. yeah. First one that said family. I like that. Um, so what about? Within worldwide. This one's good. It is good. <laughs> I, I, no, I know good. one of them. Already. This one offends people. Uh, no, I like 100% will offend one half of a very, group? A yeah. very important uh, set of people to me. So I'll go ahead and say the one that I think you probably know. Bethany D'Angelo. 100%. I knew hands that one. Down. Yep. Uh, Bethany is my favorite person in worldwide to share a meal with either inside or outside of work. She's uh, become one of my closest friends and has an really amazing, the way that she tells stories with the energy that she tells them and has a laugh that is completely infectious and is so hysterical in and of itself. And so she is just an amazing person to share a meal with. Highly recommend it. She'll tell me, me to shut up because she's also an asocial koala like I am. Um, I lived with her and her husband for a short bit this summer. So you're not picking Doug. <laughs> and I'm not picking Doug, <laughs> wow. which is why I say half that couple is going to be pissed off. Yeah. But Bethany and I used to just like sit on the couch. Well, you know what? Screw them. You know, I, I, here's what hours. I think. Screw them. Because I was actually in New York with the tree mm-hmm. the same day they were. And Doug did not call me yeah. and say, hey, what's going on? They were with me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, but still, I was, we were, we took a picture probably within... 30 minutes of each other. That's the same spot. There were like 9 million people there. I thought we shared a moment, but that's fine. I mean, apparently it's like my dime thing. It wasn't there. I mean, it could have been there, you know, 30, 30 minutes away. So you have one. I have one, Bethany. Um, Another person who also has just a really great storytelling ability. uh, And I think has a really funny, witty sense of humor and who I think genuinely is interested in everything you have to say and is so warm and Jones. Okay. And oh. also has and gets a, shout a, out. a really cool experience with the company. She's been with Worldwide for a long time. She made a big move. Um, she moved down to Dallas, roles. right? Yeah, moved down to now, Dallas. No, she was in Medine's franchise previously? I think so. She was in St. Louis. Okay. Yep. And then moved down to Dallas. She was in finance and accounting, and now she's in tech doing product management in tech for um, new speed ship. And Is that what we're calling it? Yeah, as okay. opposed to... Speed ship. Um, okay. And so Anne is also really great, great storyteller, fun to have around. Um, 
Another person that nobody will think of, and it's probably good that legal doesn't listen to this, but Charlene York. Really? I thought yes. for sure you're going to wow. go Sneed. Yep. Okay. Someone Charlene took my Sneed pick. I think it was Jel Samino. Yes. And just, if people knew Chris Sneed, he'd be off the board. He's a top 10 first rounder in Worldwide Express that no one realizes. Yes. Chris is amazing. He's a top, He's a first round pick every time. Charlene, actually, we got snowed into Salt Lake City last year and went out to dinner. And I joked with my friends after we went out, I was like, I just went on a really great dinner date with a lawyer, great <laughs> political conversation, really intelligent banter, talked about travel. And they're like, oh my God, who? And I'm like, Charlene. <laughs> <laughs> Charlene is so great. She's incredibly well-traveled. She's funny. If you don't know her, I encourage you to get to know her because she's just so wonderful. And I worked with her um, when she was outside counsel before she came mm, worldwide. Right. She actually helped me on trademarking the logo. Oh, awesome. Um, so she's really cool. And then, you know, you've got to You're going to round it out right here. And then you've got to have somebody who can keep up with. I'm not going to pick an all-girl table. So you've got to have somebody who can stand up against right. a mostly strong personality sure. girl table. Uh -huh. um, and somebody who has equally good stories to tell can kind of, you know, hold their own and who, quite frankly, can probably order really good wine. So I'm going to go Mike Grayson. Are you Greg Grayson? Grayson is a, is a, second is a, is a, is a, right? yeah. yeah, dude, he's a he's, top. Yeah. No, but the second time he was, yeah, yeah no, Joel had him. Yeah. No, uh, no Tom, Tom did. No, Joel had him too. Oh, third time. So, right. so he's the third time. So Tom, of course had him because right. they're friends and, right. and they go back a while and he spends a lot of time with him, but Joel had him and it was disappointing because Joel had him not in the worldwide side. And just his uh, all-in five, right, remember, in right, life. Right. George, I think that George says Washington, about, Mike Grayson. Right. I don't know that that says more about Joel or Grayson. I'm still <laughs> trying to figure that one out. I haven't wrap, fully wrapped my head around that. Uh, Joel needs a better social circle, or Grayson is just that engaging yeah. and funny. Yeah. I don't know. Could be a little bit of both. A little yeah. bit of both. Okay. So, look, um, the marketing website or the marketing email is marketing at WWX, I assume? Yes, it okay. is. I don't think I've ever emailed that. Um, but <laughs> you can email it in waves of questions to ask Alyssa personally. Alyssa just said here that she will personally answer yep. every single email. Yep. I think within the hour, within an hour, right? Is that Absolutely. your, is that your, is that, is that, is that just patiently yes. waiting in the New York city office <laughs> right. for emails to roll in? Is that your guarantee within an hour? That's my guarantee. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it depends on who you are. I, yeah. I, I email her, not the marketing. I just right. email right. her directly and don't get a response. I'm also, well, I mean, marketing, it, so there's a huge disclaimer uh, to that guarantee. Yeah. So yeah. I'll provide that. <laughs> yeah. I was, she just, mine, there's a 50, 50 chance. It goes just right to the recycle bin. Yes. Just right up. Delete. What does he want? Delete. But he hey, wants more hats. <laughs> more hats. Um, listen, I'm excited for you to come on. I don't think it was that bad. You were all worried. Uh, yeah. It's awful. It, well, is that because Jeff's here? I'm here or Alice is here? It's because I'm here. Okay. Well, hey. I think the second breakout star today is Alice. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, well, look, I think, listen, it was awesome because, again, I think your story was great. I know we didn't get too much into your backstory, but, you know, we yeah, talked about okay. Lindsay a little bit. Um, <laughs> and you guys being roommates, which is sort of cool, um, and sort of your transition from Dallas to New York. But I think most importantly, some of the stuff that you're talking about, uh, what you're doing on your side of the house, that is going to not only enhance the customer experience, but also enhance from a sales standpoint, our opportunity to acquire customers. And then yeah. it, it becomes on us and how you're going to rate these customers and all the stuff that goes into it. So. I'm sure you will be heavily downloaded and um, I appreciate the insights and I hope well, you she could a, use her marketing platforms to right. put this out there. She could. But then but she would then, have to put the then, podcast out there. But then and then the legal see, would know about uh, it. Yeah. So probably uh, better shut me down. Yeah, right, right. on the dark web. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
Dark web. That's where we're on. <laughs> feels so. <laughs> feels so illegal. Um, feels good. <laughs> I know. Running from the law. Um, okay. Well, hey, look. I appreciate the time, and we look forward to maybe hearing from you again since yes. you're local within the East Region. So yes. take care. All right. Everybody, Bye. have a good day. Bye.